0: Welcome to the PBO podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, E. Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine sidekick, Woody, where we bring you the news raw, unfiltered, and with no chaser. So, are you tired of it yet? Are you tired of the scamdemic? I mean, I'm sorry, pandemic? Are you tired of the media telling you uh, you can't have your friends and family over for holidays? Are you tired of the shame that you're given for not wanting to wear a mask? Not even that you don't wear a mask, that you don't, don't want to wear a mask. Are you tired of going to a store and you get there and they got the mask required sign, you don't have a mask on, therefore you can't go inside the store. When you do, you either get shamed or told to leave. Are you tired of the media telling you that holidays should be canceled, that CNN came out and said Christmas should be canceled? We'll have a wonderful Christmas next year. We don't need it this year. We can't. We can't do it this year, he says. Are you tired of the government officials, your government officials saying you should social distance, you should wear a mask, but then they go out and visit with their friends with no masks on? Are you tired of watching these media pundits and like sit there with their mask on while they give a report when there's no one around them? And how about those people who drive in their cars alone with a mask? Are you tired of all this? Well, you have found a PBL podcast in this segment of politics and brown liquor. Same thing as PBL podcast, by the way, that's what PBL stands for. Woody and I, my faithful, trusted canine co-hosts are going to share some information with you that, you know what? The media don't want you to know this. The media absolutely want you to be ignorant. Let's start with this. This is the U.S. death rate from 1950 to 2020. So you would think that in the in America, with uh, you know, we'll just stick with America for right now that bodies would just be falling uh, all over the place. I mean, oh, God, I don't know about you, but driving through my neighborhood with all these bodies on the ground, it's causing quite a mess in my car, for one thing, because I can't miss every one of them. They're dropped everywhere. And then if you get out on the main street. I mean, oh, gosh, they're just like bodies falling from trees. It's so bad. It wasn't this bad in The Walking Dead in their worst season ever. Um, but the death rate in America... It's not gone up, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. Uh, this is from macrotrends.net. Here's the death rate the last 10 years. And this is per cap per 1,000 persons. The death rate per 1,000 persons in 2010 was 8.138. So, you know, for every 1,000 people, eight died. That's the death rate in 2010. Because people die, they die every day. You know, people are born every day. People die every day. That's called life. You know that whole circle of life thing that we saw in a movie once. People born, people die. So in 2010, uh, 8.138 people for every 1,000 died. In 8,000 in 2011, uh, 8.145. Okay, it's so an increase of 0.09% from 2000. 10. In 2012, 8.152, another 0.09 increase. And in 2013, 8.159, another 0.9% increase. So we had some pretty steady death from 2010 to 2013. 2014, jumped up a little bit, 8.264. Now we got a 1.29% increase in 2014. In 2015, 8.369, a 1.27% increase, okay? A little bit lower than the 2014 increase. In 29, or 2016, 8.475, 1.27% were flat from 2015. 2017, 8.58, 1.24% increase from 2016. Not as big as it any- increase from 2014 to 2015 so okay that's good in 2018 we're getting close in 2018 8.685 per, uh, per 1,000 person died uh, that's an increase of 1.22 percent in 2019 8.782 uh, per 1,000 persons died in the United States of America an increase from 2018 of 1.12 percent now fast forward to 2020 We are in the last month of 2020, and this number must be astronomical, right? I mean, it must be. I mean, the bodies are falling from the sky. I mean, people just driving in their cars, just dying everywhere, you know, riding their bicycles, just fall right over, dead coronavirus. It's tragic. Uh, Here's the death rate in 2020. Uh, You're going to be shocked. So if you're driving, just, just brace yourself, you know, both hands on the wheel. If you're taking a walk, I would stop walking. If there's a bench, sit down on that bench because this number. And if you're driving your bike, by the way, and you're listening to this, you're going to fall over. I'm sorry. You just are. You might as well just accept it now. It's just going to happen. And if you're jogging, you're going to trip. Yeah, you're working at a gym, you're lifting weights, they're going to fall on you once you hear this number. In 2020, the death rate was 8.88%. Oh, how does that compare to 2019? Well, it's a 1.12% increase. Wait a minute, that number sounds familiar. Because in 2019, it was a 1.12% increase from 2018. So ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, bodies are not falling from the tree. Bodies are not falling over and just dying. The coronavirus pandemic, pandemic has not increased the death rate in the United States of America. So a doctorate student with john hopkins university did a study on this and uh this doctorate this student studying for her doctorate degree uh her name is brandy braid i think is her name i'll I'll find it as we get into the story she does this study and it's published it's published on john hopkins blog And this blog that they have, let's see, it's called the Johns Hopkins Newsletter. And it's published by the students of Johns Hopkins since 1896. This one, this publication is dated November 26, 2020. And this is a study that was done by one of their students, their PhD students, doctorate students, Genevieve Brand, B-R-I-A-N-D. Here's the headline. A closer look at how U.S deaths due to COVID-19. So this is what she found in her data. According to new data, the U.S. currently ranks first in total COVID-19 cases, new cases per day and deaths. Genevieve Brand, Assistant Program Director of the Applied Economics Master's Degree Program at Hopkins, critically analyzed the effect of COVID-19 on U.S. deaths using data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. In her webinar titled COVID-19 Deaths, a look at U.S. data, from mid-March to mid-September, U.S. total deaths have reached 1.7 million, of which 200,000 or 12% of total deaths are COVID-19 related. Instead of looking directly at COVID-19 deaths, Brand focused on total deaths per age group and per cause of death in the U.S. and used this information to shed light on the effects of COVID-19. She explained that the significance of COVID-19 on U.S. deaths can be fully understood only through comparison to the number of total deaths in the United States. After retrieving data on the CDC website, Briand compiled a graph representing percentages of total deaths per age category from each early February to early September, which includes the periods from before COVID-19 was detected in the U.S. to the infection rates soared. Surprisingly, the deaths of older people stayed the same before and after COVID-19. Hmm, Since COVID-19 mainly affects the elderly, experts expected an increase in the percentage of deaths in older age groups. However, this increase is not seen from the CDC data. In fact, the percentages of deaths among all age groups remain relatively the same. The reason we have a higher number of reported COVID-19 deaths among the older individuals than younger individuals is simply because every day in the U.S., older individuals die in higher numbers than younger individuals, Brand said. Logic and reasoning there, folks. Hmm, simple. Our comms razor. Brianne also noted that 50,000 to 70,000 deaths are seen both before and after COVID-19, indicating that this number of deaths was normal long before COVID-19 emerged. Therefore, according to Brianne, not only has COVID-19 had no effect on the percentage of deaths of older people, it has also not increased total number of deaths. Hmm. These data analysis suggest that in contrast contrast to most people's assumptions, the number of deaths by COVID-19 is not alarming. In fact, it has relatively no effects on the deaths in the United States. This comes as a shock to many people. How is it that the data lies so far from our perception? The answer to that question, Brianne, shifted her focus to the deaths per causes ranging from 2014 to 2020. There's a sudden increase in deaths in 2020 due to COVID-19. There is no, this is no surprise because COVID-19 emerged in the US in early 2020 and as COVID-19 related deaths increased drastically afterwards, analysis of deaths per cause in 2018 revealed that the pattern of seasonal increases in the total numbers of deaths is a result of the rise in deaths by all causes. With the top three being heart disease, respiratory disease, influenza, and pneumonia. This is true every year. Every year in the U.S., when we observe the seasonal ups and downs, we have an increase of deaths due to all causes, Brand pointed out. When Brand looked at the 2020 data during the seasonal period, COVID-19-related deaths exceeded deaths from heart disease, and this was highly unusual since heart disease has always prevailed as the leading cause of deaths. However, when taking a closer look at the death numbers, here's where it gets interesting, folks, she noted something strange. As Brand compared the number of deaths per cause during that period in 2020 to 2018, she noticed that instead of the expected drastic increase across all causes, there was a significant decrease in deaths due to heart disease. Even more surprising, as seen in the graph below, this sudden decline in deaths is observed for all other causes so, so what she's found is uh heart disease decreased uh cancers had a slight uptick right uh chronic respiratory diseases decrease uh serbo, serbo uh, i can't even say that another one decrease uh alzheimer's decrease diabetes decrease flu and pneumonia decrease uh, nephritis decrease other respiratory diseases decrease. All these other decreases uh, decreased about a total of the data that she's looking at a week ending 425 in 2020 decreased by 1,605 when COVID increased by 1,651. So you see what's going on here? Now, she put this, she put this study out through the Johns Hopkins newsletter and labeled, again, a closer look at U.S. deaths. So you're probably thinking, wow, yeah, the media is all over this and, uh, you know, this story is getting blasted everywhere. But you would be wrong. John Johns Hopkins newsletter took it down. Here's what they said. Editor's note, after the newsletter published this article on November 22nd, it was brought to our attention that our coverage of Genevieve Brand's presentation, COVID-19 deaths, a look at U.S. data, has been used to support dangerous inaccuracies that minimize the impact of the pandemic. That's right. That's right. So, not that her report is wrong, but it's been used to, as they say, support dangerous inaccuracies that minimize the impact of the pandemic. Because she pretty much flat out showed you that it's all a scam. She pretty much in her report and her data analysis of deaths in America was pretty much that these ones listed as COVID over here, you know, they're listing COVID deaths. So heart disease is down, okay, Uh, leading cause of death in America is heart disease. Uh, All these other deaths have dropped, but COVID has gone up. Are you seeing where you've been played, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, I ask this a lot, and you got, you are are—you're—you listening to this or watching this, unless you're, you know, a leftist that just stumbles across it. You get it. You see it, and they're playing us. It is all a scam, and the question is always why. Well, it's for power, political power, and I've—I've—I've I've, I've mentioned it several times on this program that the chinese want to increase their economic power in the world they had a goal in 2021 to achieve per capita per per uh, per capita of ten thousand dollars per person i believe it was and that was their goal uh for 2021 and the reason it was the goal was in 2021 is that's the hundredth and hundredth year anniversary of them becoming a communist nation Well, they exceeded that goal. They've already hit it. They hit it this year, or actually, I believe they hit it in 2019. So they've surpassed their goal of their per capita. It's still not compared to the United States near us. We're like 65,000. They're a little over 10,000 right now. But they have another goal, and that is by 2049, which is the 100th anniversary of when their current government won power in a civil war. There was a civil war of one communist side to another communist side, and this communist side won. Their 100 year anniversary is in 2049, and their goal in 2049 I'm sorry, not 2029, 2049 their goal by 2049 is to be the leading economic power in the world. And there are reports that said, on the pace that they are right now by 2027, economically, they can out they will probably be bigger than America. Right now, we are the law, the economic power of the world and at the pace that we're going right now china will overtake us in 2027 and their goal is by 2049 to be the dominant power in the world now if you think this is crazy kooky conspiracy stuff that's fine you can think that all you want but this chinese virus this wuhan virus this kung flu um was brought to the world from the Chinese government. Now I'm not gonna get into the semantics of all of that. There's a lot of data out there that this all came out of Wuhan, China, not out of the wet markets, but out of a lab in Wuhan, China. And the question I I guess is pressing is like you can question that all you want. The question has got to be hearing the data you just heard. Now, not just the um publication from Genevieve Brand, but our own publication of the deaths in America are flat. We've not had this excessive amount of deaths. They're going to tell you that 266,000 people, I think is the number roundabout right now, have died of COVID-19. Well, it's it's not an astronomical number in the scheme of things of death in America. The death of... for COVID-19 the actual numbers if you believe the numbers that they have the infection rate the death rate the death rate of COVID-19 if you believe that is 0.000751 to the population in the United States of America so how can how have we panicked how have we allowed this to happen how have we allowed our government our media to put so much fear in the people's minds that they wear a mask while they're alone in their car or while alone outside walking. They're not stepping over bodies when they're walking. They're not running over bodies when they're out driving their car. But we've allowed, a, we've allowed, it not just as America, but as a, as a world, we see this worldwide. Some countries have wised up and aren't as totalitarian as us or shame, shame people. We're letting our news media tell us Christmas is canceled. And the numbers don't bear it out. The numbers tell me that this is not a crisis. The numbers tell me that there's normal. Everything is normal. Actually, it's below normal. I mean, we should have more deaths in 2020 than we've had. We've had, we've had a flat increase from, 20, from 2019 it, it, with the pandemic it should be astronomical. All those 266,000 deaths that CNN puts on that graph, be on, on every screen, every shot they have, should be added. It should be more. We should have a higher death rate because all those 266,000 should be in addition to what normally happens in our nation as far as our death rate, but it's not. And what Genevieve Brand realized in these numbers, what she found in these numbers, was that it is not. It is, the, the, they are manipulating the data to you, what's reporting to you, and there are you know, for every COVID death, there are 96% of the times 2.5 other factors, but those 2.5 other factors don't matter, they're just reporting it's a COVID death, and it's all BS, it's all a lie, it's all a lie to achieve power. I do believe it's tied into the election. And the way I believe it's tied into the election, what a great opportunity for the left, and I'm talking Democrats and media, to pound Trump up with this and sway the vote. It's the ultimate voter um, suppression or the ultimate um, voter interference, election interference from within. The Chinese, they man, they just teed it up, but we knocked it down. The Chinese gave them the ball, and they ran with it. Chinese over there smiling like crazy. They got ear-to-ear smiles going on because they know economically America pff, just killed itself. And then they know economically, you know, they, this election, America just, pff, they just put Biden in there. Pff, they we're done with that. I mean, the Chinese are sitting there going, man, I, I mean, I knew our plan was good. I just didn't know it was this good. I mean, geez, this is some good stuff, man. Did we do that? Yeah, we did that. Wow. I mean, we knew the Democrats and the media leftists were idiots, but dang, we didn't know they'd slight their, slight their own throat, but here we are. So the Democrats and the media have used COVID-19 as the wedge to, to, to take out this president, to make people doubt everything. Um, make people panic and fear everything if people were thinking if they get this they're just gonna die when the death rate uh, is point zero 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 seven five one percent and and what you saw in this report not even for seniors but here we are now but e e oh the hospitals the hospitals are overrun with COVID patients no they're not this is from, uh, and I'm you know, just a very quick search from CBS Pittsburgh. Our volumes are actually a little less than usual. AHN, A-H-N doctor says Pittsburgh hospitals are not currently overrun during coronavirus, coronavirus pandemic. So, this doctor he comes out and he says, Uh, hello, wait a minute, actually, um we're having normal rates because it's flu season and we normally see this amount of people coming to our hospitals anyway. So what the media is doing is they're saying, Oh my God, look at the increase in the hospitals and then the, the patient rates going, you know, hospitals taking patients. Oh my God, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. When in fact, Uh, The rate always increases this time of the year because it's flu season. But what they're doing is they're saying, look at what it was in March compared to now. It's
1: so much higher.
0: Look what it was in June. We've had this much increase here in November, December. You Republicans are murderers. You have blood on your hands when, in fact, the hospitals have not seen an overrun Uh, what they've seen is a normal increase in patients being admitted into hospitals because of the time of year. It's called a seasonality index. People use it all the time. Media uses it all the time, but not in our country. In our country, the media uses it to instill fear and panic. And uh, this from Just the News, John Solomon's piece, John Hopskin, Hopkins, Johns Hopkins, published, then deleted an article questioning the U.S. Corona di- death rate. Last week, Johns Hopkins University published a now deleted article explaining a study examining the effects of the, noble, the novel coronavirus on United States death totals using data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Of course, you won't see any of this on the mainstream media. You won't see any of this. And John Hopkins is basically telling you that you can't decide for yourself. People are using this data in somehow in nefarious ways to not fear the pandemic. So we had to take it down because we can't have you thinking it's not what it really is, which is a scam. Uh, I'm going to play this last video for you. And we'll wrap up the show just so you can hear uh, this CNN expert. His name is Boris Sanchez. He is, uh, or I'm sorry, the CNN host, Boris Sanchez, interviewed medical analysis, Dr. Jonathan Reiner, or Reiner this week, opening the interview by declaring that Reiner last week called Thanksgiving the mother of all super sprinter events. The host then ordered all Americans to cancel their Christmas plans this year. People tend to travel, want to travel, want to be with family, but we just can't do it this year, Reiner declared. Listen to this guy.
1: Describe Thanksgiving as potentially the mother of all super spreader events. There are other major holidays on the way, so what should the average American be doing right now to stay safe? They should be masking up and not traveling. This virus is... You know, no longer isolated to certain enclaves in the United States. It's all over the country And when people travel from place to place, they just further that spread so uh, The next big holiday is obviously the Christmas New Year's holiday Where people tend to travel want to travel want to be with family, but we just can't do it this year You know, we're going to cause needless deaths uh, and particularly uh, among people we really care about, you know, our most vulnerable, our grandparents, our parents, uh, our neighbors. We can't travel this year. We need to stay home. This is a sacrifice that Americans can make, and we should be making it for each other. Stay home, mask up. We'll have a great series of holidays next year. We'll have, really have something to celebrate next year.
0: Stay home, mask up. We'll have a great holiday to celebrate next year. This year, you're not celebrating Christmas, buddy. Uh-uh, Not this year. You got to stay home, mask up because if you have your grandmother over, you are going to kill her. You bastard. So you, you mean, the the death rate is a published number. I mean, this guy supposedly an expert, an expert, trust the experts, listen to the scientists, trust the experts. He's an expert. But wait a minute, if the death rate hasn't increased, I'm supposed to trust the experts and mask up and stay home and not travel, not see my family. I'm, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm not supposed to have anybody over. Thanksgiving's a super spreader. The death rate is oh, through the roof, through the super spreader. You're all going to die. You're all going to die. But that's not what's happening. I guess on a positive side is I'm not going to die from heart disease because that's apparently down. So I shouldn't worry about that. I should just, you know, eat and smoke and do all kind of other stuff. But uh, I'm telling you, they're lying to you. And the, what's going to happen, mark my words, what's going to happen is this virus that's coming out this vaccine that's coming out, this vaccine that's coming out, you are going to be required to take it. And if you don't take it, well, you're, you're going to be called un-American. You're going to be called non-patriotic. I mean, patriots, only patriots take this, you know. You're going to be called all kind of vile and vicious names. You're going to be smeared. You'll get a little scarlet letter. Maybe it'll be like, you know, T for Trump or something because if you have a, a, a scarlet letter of T, they know you won't take the vaccine. And you won't be able to travel. You won't be able to go to school. You won't be able to go into the grocery store. You won't be able to go to a concert until you take the vaccine. Then you take the vaccine. Side effects. You may lose an arm or two. Maybe, you know, uh, grow some hair in places you never grew hair before or lose some hair in places you didn't want to lose hair before. (sighs) But it'll be great. You've taken the vaccine. All of a sudden, the numbers go down then the, the coronavirus death infection rates go down. The death rates go down. Heart disease goes back up. All these other diseases go back up. But the coronavirus disease, it's saved. And we have none other to thank than Joe Biden. That's right. He's going to get credit. You mark my words. If Trump is not successful in his efforts to keep his presidency, you mark my words before the inauguration before the inauguration, they're going to be lauding Biden for saving us from the pandemic. It's disgusting. It's just absolutely disgusting that our very own media, our very own government, fractions of our very own government are doing this to us as a nation. We could be leading the world. And economically, if we didn't shut down, we were and we are and we would have been more. We could be leading the world and preventing all of this from being a panic globally because we can present the data. We have the data. The data is not does not lie. Numbers don't lie. Liars lie. The data does not lie and the data tells you the death rate has not gone up, and the data tells you that these deaths that were once heart disease are now coronavirus, how do you have the death rate go down across the board in other diseases and go up in this one almost identical? Remember there was a study a while ago from the CDC that 96% of the deaths from COVID-19 had 2.5 other contributing factors. And 6% of the deaths were COVID-19 related only. We're, we're being played, ladies and gentlemen. We're being played. And we're, they're, they're lying to us in our, about this election. And they're lying to us about this pandemic. And they are the media, our mainstream media. And at this point in time, how can you trust them? Why would you trust them? I mean, I don't. I, I go through them just to see what they're not telling me. So I know what I should know, because if they're not telling me something, if whatever, whatever they're telling me, what they're not telling me is what I should know. So I go find out what I should know, because I know the media lies about this election. If they're going to tell me that they're I mean, they say baseless fraudulent claims. They use that word baseless a lot. So they're not not—they're no, they're no longer the media when they use those terms like baseless. They're actually editorial in that case. They're taking a different stand. So they're no longer reporting anything to me. They're giving me their opinion. So if they tell me that these claims of fraud are baseless, then I'm going to believe the opposite is true and go s- research that. If they're telling me that um, coronavirus is causing uh, uh, people to die, I'm going to believe the opposite and go research that. So whatever they're telling me, I'm turning the opposite direction. It's reverse. It's reverse psychology, and they just don't get it. Remember the law of unintended consequences from the left. They do not understand. Big tech is telling me all these cases of voter claims are not true, so I'm not believing them. I'm believing them they are true. The opposite. They're having the opposite effect, but yet they're going to sit there and try to cram it down my throat. So because I won't listen to them, you know what they do? They suspend you. They delete your account. If you don't listen to them or buy their party line, scary stuff, scary stuff. Thanks for listening to this segment of the PBO podcast, politics and brown liquor. Again, uh, please go to our website and subscribe to our media channels. I am on Twitter at the PBO podcast, uh, also on parlor as the PBO podcast. My YouTube channel is politics and brown liquor. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Even if you don't want to watch it, it helps us, like I say, in the algorithm, because life is not the matrix. It is an algorithm. And in my show notes, I'll have all that information to make it easier for you. And you can support the show in several ways. Like I just said, like, subscribe, follow, and give us a five-star rating. Or you can go to our site where you can purchase some product that pbl product helps support the show it'll be in the show notes the link for that or you can go to patreon.com slash the pbl podcast and buy a membership anywhere from a dollar up to ten thousand dollars that's right you can buy a ten thousand dollar a month membership if you do that well we love you a long time thanks again for listening to this episode of the pbl podcast politics and brown liquor